Jason, we talk about this all the time. Jason Lock on four, Carl Dukes, it's in the huddle. Subscribe, like us, tell your friends about us, and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us as we talk all things NFL. This is the Super Bowl recap, but there's some other things that are going on, and we're talking about them, including the Colts hiring their new head coach today and Shane Steichen, which is the Eagles offensive coordinator. Um, we talk about that it's hard to win these Super Bowls, right? Brady should have lost two, okay? Should have lost two, right? In the in the game he loses to the Eagles, this dude threw for 500 yards <laughs> and five or three touchdowns, okay? Yeah. That was against the Eagles with the Philly special and all that. Yes. He was magnificent. The point is, it's so hard to win these Super Bowls. And when, when Mahomes was asked about, is this a dynasty? And he said, we're not done yet. And I, in the back of my head, I'm thinking about, Brady, if, if the Seahawks run the ball, that's a that's an L. If the Falcons kick a field goal and, and yeah. just run three damn running plays, that's an L. Because the clock just – there was not enough time to do all the stuff. And and you think about it from that standpoint, and, Jason, it makes me wonder, you still have Joe Burrow to deal with. You, you still got Trevor Lawrence coming. Yeah. You still got – you know, Russell Wilson just got Sean Payton. You start looking at the AFC all of a sudden, and you're going, Justin Herbert – these things, you're a play or a tackle away or a sack or a strip sack and a scoop and score from it going the other way. These yeah. things are so damn hard to win, man. Oh, I mean, the margins are so slim. Um, yeah, I mean, like you're mentioning all those plays. If David Tyree doesn't do this, he has he has another one. Like, you can, right. you know, like it, the pendulum goes both ways. Um yeah, and it does just speak to that unique brilliance of Mahomes and Reed and their grace under pressure and their like like two dudes sharing one brain. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty phenomenal. And look, they've lost one; they'll probably lose another one. You know what I mean? I think yeah. they've got multiple appearances left in them. Uh, we'll see how they go. I think they've got another Lombardi trophy left in them. And I think they've got, um, you know, a, a couple of Lamar Hunt trophies without a Super Bowl backing it up in their future. That, As you said, that's just the nature of that game. It's, it's, it's just um, – it's such a hard thing to do to complete that season. The only team, you know, who goes out with a, with a victory. Um, but I do – you know, I'll say this. You wouldn't have to, like, you wouldn't have to argue real hard with me to, to convince me that they could be in a they could be in better shape next January because oh, yeah. this wasn't a great roster and all no. those rookies have grown up. They didn't have yep. a, they had a rookie season plus four postseason games, so you know they're further along. Chances are Mahomes' ankle feels better next January. Um, Kadarius Tony will have had a full off season there. You know they're going to add something in in the you know they're going to add to that group in the offseason. I think they'll add to it on defense. This isn't a team that's facing a whole bunch of defections. You know, like they kind of did that right. They shed their skin last year, right? And it was bye bye to Honey Badger, right? And it was bye bye to Tyreek, and it was you know they they kind of swallowed hard, bit their lip, and and went about it a different way, and they ended up champions again. And all those youngsters who played gained experience from it, and now like. They want to tag Orlando Brown again. They'll tag Orlando Brown again. It's still only $19.9 million a year. 
He's not the greatest left tackle in the world, but they like him. They were willing to pay him 22-plus per year on a long-term deal. So if they tag him for a second year in a row, that's $20 bucks. You got him this year for 16 You got him the first year for 3-3. So if you you make go back to that trade they made with the Ravens. They trade their late-round pick, who the Ravens use on Odafe Owe. If you don't know who he is, it's for good reason. He hadn't done a damn thing in the league in two years, <laughs> except get a strip sack against the Chiefs in a regular season game last year. Okay? Like – He's lost his job to Justin Houston, you know, two years in a row. Um, so that's who they took. A kid who his last year in the Big Ten, playing against Big Ten right tackles, had zero sacks. Zero sacks. So that's who they took. Andy Reid gets Orlando Brown. If they franchise him, he will have Orlando Brown three peak years for a total of $40 million. 13.3 a year. And guess what he did with pick number 58? That he got from the Ravens in that trade. Nick Bolton. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. So, I mean, they, and then you couple, you know, what they do in the front office with the brilliance of the coaching staff to put people in positions to succeed. Going back to my point, they might have a better roster and a healthier quarterback when we start this tournament back up again next January. Like that, that. That wouldn't shock me. You know, they might not have as good of a draft, but they'll find a couple players. I think they'll keep Orlando Brown around. I think they'll add to the defense. And Mahomes probably isn't playing on a high ankle sprain next year. So good luck with that, AFC. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, that that is what makes these teams great, right? This offseason, by the way, as we talk about where we're going with what we'll be talking about, and Baldy will be here, and we'll be analyzing – you know, the combine and talking about the, the the draft and free agency, which is going to be incredible. But, but Jason, what you're laying out is that's why the Eagles got here, right? The Roseman moves to get the right guys to yep. sign, you know, Haseen Reddick, all these things you go, how's this going to help our team? And then you see it come together. What you're talking about with Andy Reid and company with the Chiefs in their front office, they have been brilliant at this as well. But I'm with you. They can get better than what we saw yeah. just win the Super Bowl. And that alone should be scary to teams around the league because you go, all right, the quarterback, we know about that dude. But how much better are they going to get in these other places and how much more are these young guys going to elevate? I think it was nine guys out of this rookie class that have contributed. And the four in the secondary, right, McDuffie, Williams, Watson, yeah. and Brian Cook, all rookies. I mean, you're talking about a first-round corner, fourth or seventh rounder. This is crazy when you say, all right, all those rookies played. We just won a Super Bowl. You really did contain A.J. Brown and, and you know, uh, Devontae Smith. Smith's yeah. catch, we didn't even talk about that because they ruled that out of bounds. But my point, Jason, is these rookies, man, they stepped up, and they are going to be better next year. Well, and even go back to one of those rookies, Pacheco, again. Yes. He didn't really – they didn't really unleash him until week 10. So you now got an Andy Reid who everybody always said, well, man, he's just, he's not balanced enough. He's not balanced. If he would just run the football, if he would just run the football. Well, we just saw a Super Bowl where part of it was because the quarterback was banged up. Was it 27 passes, 26 runs? Yep. Does it? He can't be any more balanced. So like, <laughs> and, and then imagine if they do get better on the outside. Like if they do go get, or, or maybe it's from within. Sky Moore becomes who they think he can be. Like, it stands to reason Mahomes could have better weapons around him next January, plus be healthier. And now you've got these various ways 
that they can win. You know, and and there could be weeks where they run the ball 30 times just because they want to take the load off Mahomes back or you know what I mean? Their their version of of load management. You know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah we're playing the Texans this this week. Um, we don't want, you know, Patty to have to throw it 50 times and risk getting hurt in this one. We're gonna we're gonna play a whole bunch of 12 and 13 and get heavy, and we're gonna run with Pacheco and we're gonna run with McKinnon and we'll run with Edward Solaire if he's still around or whatever. I mean, I think this is another little feather in the cap. Like, okay, we 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 can do this a bunch of different ways now. All right, before we get out of here, just want to let you guys know some of the things we'll be talking about. And I do want to ask you about the latest with, with Lamar. But oh, just, sure. just to look ahead, guys, Derek Carr, okay, is going to be somewhere new. The Raiders are going to release him. He's going to get a chance to yeah. pick his team. The team that ends up signing him will get a compensatory pick, but they don't have to trade picks to get him. The Lamar situation is looming. Now, the franchise tag date is still ahead of us, but the fact of the matter is they hadn't got anything done up to this point. I think a lot of people feel like they're not going to. And, Jason, it is one of the biggest stories we're going to talk about in the offseason because there's still a chance he could be traded. There's still a chance he may. There's a message. I mean, there's always – we've been talking about it for a long time, like – it's more likely than not that is not traded. that is not the Ravens quarterback next season. All right, so well, what's the, the franchise? What's the, the 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 window to begin putting tags on players is a week away. So it starts next Tuesday. It goes to March seventh. If they don't have a deal done by March seventh, and I don't think there's much of a chance in hell that they're going to get a deal done by March seventh, and that's not just because there's UFOs flying above uh, Canadian and American airspace. <laughs> Wow, we just, and everybody's we just worried about halftime shows. I'm thinking the halftime show might be the Martians coming down, <laughs> sucking our brains out of our heads. Like we're worried if people really leave Rihanna alone. We got bigger fish to fry. Um, so that window opens. If they don't get it done by the time that window closes, then they'll put a tag on them, and and they will be uh, efforting to get the best deal they can for him because they can't let him sit out there a whole off season and a whole training camp on a tag with them knowing that their owner doesn't really want to pay him. And that's been the underlying thing the whole time. The owners never thought he's worth what the market would have said he's worth. And that's not the Deshaun Watson market I'm talking about. I'm right. talking about go back to the the Josh Allen deal. You know, 43 a year, two years ago, was too rich for Bashadi's blood. So that's that's just that's what it is. Um, I don't think that's going to change. I, I do think he'll be dealt, and I think he'll be dealt pretty early. In the offseason, the Derek Carr situation, yeah, that'll be the first domino to fall. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure the Jets want Aaron Rodgers. The Jets really better do their due diligence and get, you know, and figure out where they are in his pecking order because I think the best the Jets can do is Derek Carr. Um, we know the Saints are interested in Derek Carr, right? He already took a visit there. Um, is that where he wants to be? You know, who's going to pay him the most money, et cetera? We'll see. Um and then, yeah, like, does Geno Smith get tagged? I don't think so. I think they'll just get a deal done. Daniel Jones, I do believe, will get tagged. I mean, it, you know, we've got Garoppolo out there. He's getting healthier. Um, so, yeah, there'll be, there'll be a lot going on um, sooner rather than later. And as we know, the league year doesn't start till the middle of March. But these handshake deals start getting done at the end of February and the beginning of March at the Combine. And we will know where a lot of the big free agents are going, and we'll certainly know um, these these myriad trades that are going to be uh, pulled off 
probably well before the league year starts. The quarterback stuff is always front and center because it changes your franchise. And if Lamar ends up somewhere where it's a halfway decent team, okay, it changes your franchise. I mean, it, I don't think they trade Lamar with him, you know, going to a team that that's in the bottom cellar. Uh, I, I do think that if that happens, he changes the team. You know, we've talked about the Falcons on this show um, and, and what that means for a team like that in a city like Atlanta. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to see how this shakes out. And the other well, thing is, I mean, we, well, we got put him anywhere in the NFC. Put him anywhere in the NFC. You tell me Game right changer. now who the five. You tell me who the three best quarterbacks in the NFC are right now. Game like, changer. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Listen, Brady's gone. Right. Who, who, All of a sudden, Rodgers, okay. even if he stays, is washed. I mean, and I think he's going to the Raiders. But like, you know what I mean? Like, is Brock Purdy? No, a, a top five quarterback in the NFC by process no. of elimination right now. He may be like, who's any good? Yeah, and the like, only guy that's that, up there because there's nobody else. But I mean, I don't. I mean, yes. are people worried about Dak Prescott now with Mike McCarthy calling the play? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm going to give you Jalen Hurts, you and everybody me, else, and everybody else. Like, Jared Carr's functional. He's highly functional in that system. But like, I mean, Jared Goff. But it's like Jared Goff, like. I'm not scared of Jared Goff. I like what they're doing there. They'll probably keep him around. But, like, you could argue that, like, either Jared Goff or Geno is the second or third best quarterback under contract in the NFC right now. And that's why. He's a game changer. Wherever Cousins, he ends up. Cousins has to be in that list. I agree. You would Cousins go, would have to be in that top five. You would go Dak Cousins or Cousins Dak, however you want to. The third guy, right, to your point, is probably – Probably Gino. Probably or golf. Okay, but you to your point, you throw Lamar in there, and he's better than those other three guys. Yeah, I mean it's so, Lamar and Hurts and everybody else in the NFC. If, if you know he ends up in Atlanta or Carolina or, or wherever. All right, that's something we'll be watching. And the other thing, you know, the, the Cowboys have a lot of decisions to make. We're just talking about guys. It's going to be an incredible off season. And we're going to be here for all of it. And we're going to be talking about all of it. And we're going to be bringing you inside information and all the things we know about some of the deals that are being made and that will happen. So that's what we have to look forward to. This is about to get really interesting. And the NFL is always fun in the offseason. I say this, Jason. This is where your team either gets good or bad. Okay, yeah. it's not when September rolls around and we're all like, yeah, right. and we got a full slate of games on Sunday and we're happy again. This is where your team gets good or bad. And this is why it's going to be important to see how it all shakes out in the offseason. Bro, great year of talking about yeah, these this games. Yeah, this has been a blast, man. It was a really fun season. And, you know, the way it culminated with the, the Chiefs win – um, we got lucky in the Super Bowl, and now I, I'm thinking it's going to be a fun offseason. So we hope you guys check things out and make sure you tell your friends. New episodes come out Tuesday and Thursday. We do it every week. Brian Balding will be here. We'll talk about some of the things Jason mentioned schematically that Andy Reid was able to do. And we'll also start talking about some of the players that we're going to be looking at because the combine is at the end of this month. And we need to start focusing on some of those guys and, and players we're going to be talking about. So Baldy will be here Thursday, guys, so make sure you're here on In the Huddle. Jason, man, have a great day. Good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, buddy. Have a great week. Everybody else, thanks for being here. Take care.